Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Whalen, makeup artist, entrepreneur, and beauty profesh. Hey gang, it's me, Caroline Trudeau, your co-host. And I'm an experienced innovator, culture maker, and the creator of thevoicescollection.com. Hey there. Hey girl. How's it going? Good, good. Oh my goodness. I feel like I feel like our intro was a little rusty, but we're rolling with it. <laughs> was you kind of scared me when you started like hey (laughs) whoa okay sorry girl sorry so um this is something that I cannot gloss over and I don't think anyone else should either and so I need you to come with me on this journey I'm I'm, I'm here for it on this stunning Tuesday morning I need you to follow along here and give me your feedback, spill the tea all over the place, because this is something that we need to learn and grow. Okay. Okay. It's important. Um, Something that's been coming up that I've heard a lot of folks talking about that I think definitely deserves an episode is boundaries. Yes, indeed. Boundaries. With other people, you know, obviously with other people, but like in the sense of personal friendships, work environments, business stuff. How important are boundaries? Very important. I think if you don't have an idea of the limits that you want to set on how people use you in a way, you know, in quotation mark, um, then you sort of lose control and you get taken advantage of. And yeah. so you just have to be aware that there, you know, what is the limit to which you're going to serve others? And what is the, you know, sort of the reciprocity, right? The give and take, the energy exchange that goes with that. Right. And you, I think you have to have enough experience that your boundaries have been violated in a way to know that you're setting the right boundary, like the right limit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm seeing you. Yes. I'm seeing you nod. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think, um, I think people genuinely have a negative reaction to boundaries especially people that are close to you. So your friends, your family, let's be real, is boundaryless because your family feels like they own you because you're family. Right. And so, you know, parents will say, well, that's my son slash daughter, so I have every right to stop. No, you don't. You absolutely do not have every right. If that person's an adult, (laughs) you do not have the right to say those things. Um, You know, siblings is another good example. Like, you absolutely have to have healthy boundaries, even in your family. And I think the family dynamic is the worst violator of boundaries because they don't feel like they need any. And it's fair game because you're family and you're not going anywhere. I don't know. Second to that. Oh. Unless you have healthy ones. I don't know. Well, I think every family's different, but. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a tendency to just be a little bit more 
cavalier in a way with family. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm speaking in generalities, but I've had to set some really strong, healthy boundaries with family members and say this is this is not this is not okay. Like you don't have the space to weigh in on X, Y, and Z, or say X, Y, and Z, or ad nauseum share your opinion about oh. A, B, and Z. You know, like you don't. Yeah, that's exhausting. You know, or in, inject yourself into someone's relationship, or like no, no, that's not okay. So I say families are the worst perpetrator of boundary smashing because they they feel as though they are like you're that like they own like we are all in this together like you I, we own you because you're our clan and i think that that's one thing okay. i think the second the second most um egregious offender of the boundary smash is close friends again because there's this tight connection they are you know, you're ride or die. They're in it to win it. They see you at your highest and your lowest. And they also, I think, smash through the boundary, often in an unhealthy manner. Wait, am I a ba- am I your boundary smasher? <laughs> not even remotely close. No. Okay, not good. I was like, wait, not are you trying to tell me You something? are probably, without a doubt, one of the most respectful people of boundary that I know because... You have a consciousness and an awareness about other people. Right. So maybe I just have the wrong friends. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> I mean, some oh. of those relationships have come to an end because there there was just clear disregard for what my boundaries are. Um, and then, obviously, like the work environment boundary smash or right. the client the boundary clients. smash where it's like, whoa, <laughs> Nelly, like this is a boundary. I'm going to need you to back up. Yeah, the cli- I mean, I can relate to that. Yeah, in the in a professional work environment and with clients, and and also being the recipient of a service as well. You know, like when you're yeah. when you're someone else's client, it's so easy to say, "Well, I'm paying you, so you should, right. you know, you should do all the things and more." But then it becomes really difficult when you're the service provider because then you've got you to be clear about your boundaries. Yeah. And I think there is a way to um, set boundaries in a loving and thoughtful way. Yeah, for sure. But you got to do it for yourself and not really worry so much about what other people are thinking and feeling and things like that. Because our boundaries keep us safe. And our boundaries keep us in a place of, of, of mental well-being and balanced. And, and um, I don't think that you can really be too concerned what other people are going to think about your boundary setting. No, you can't because, because you just have to be nice. You know, you just have to be a, a genuine, nice human being and explain. I mean, <clears throat> explain. I, I'm thinking about an example that... I probably should not share, <laughs> but... Okay, <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> let, uh, so I shouldn't tell you this, but... No, you know, just... I, I, I'm, I'm echoing when you say that, like, people's reaction to your boundaries, right? For me... That's the biggest problem. It's, it's not the boundary-setting part. It's not, the, it's not that you're going to stick to that and hold the line. Well, it's how other people react to your boundary Yeah, is very traumatic to them or can be very upsetting to them. Yeah, so. and then sometimes the 
the situation gets turned around and then you end up being the one that's like, oh, well, that's my boundary. You just have to fucking respect it. Like, I like my things to be respected as well. So let's just respect each other and not worry about it so much. Can you think of an example that you could share? Yeah, I mean, I'll share this one. It's the same one that I was thinking of, but I'll massage it a little bit. Um, I was in charge of a project, and I'm the lead, and I make the decisions. And somebody on the project team, you know, decided that they wanted to do something different than what I had set as the direction that we were going to go with. And just like started doing their their thing. And I was like, what is going on here? This is this is not okay. Um, so I had to confront this person and you know it, it became a little bit of a it, it became a disagreement. It was certainly handled very professionally, but it became a disagreement and you know at the end I was like exactly what I just said. I want my boundaries to be respect it like okay I understand that you have another opinion and that's okay but like we we can't all just be starting to do our own thing or else we're never gonna we're never gonna get done what we came here to to do exactly that's a good way to put it is because you always have this very craft craft crafty way of making it the we which I find particularly interesting since you're the leo you're like, no, no, we are never going to get this done. We are never going to reach the goal if we don't respect each other and stay in your lane. Yeah. This is your role. Exactly. Step off, dude. Yeah, I get that. I totally do get that. Yeah. And I think um, one of the things that's tough for me, specifically in business, is because I touch people for a living. Yeah. Oh. You've already broken this like physical boundary with people because I'm now by nature completely unaware not I shouldn't say completely unaware I have to be more mindful of other people's physical boundaries yeah um because it's when you touch people for a living um it's really difficult to in remove yourself from that scenario and then be respectful of other people's like personal space like I'm a close person I'll sit on your lap <laughs> practically I'll sit close to somebody um but if they start talking about their like hair that. Not everybody's like that, and I have to be respectful that, you know, this is, I have to just be mindful of their personal little bubble and their boundary, because that might upset some people. That might not be where other people are. So flipping the script a little bit, that's one of the the challenges for my boundary. But other than the physical boundaries, I think I'm very, I'm very mindful of other people's boundaries, because it's top of mind for me. Yeah. And, like, I would never do X, Y, and Z, and so I don't, for example tend to cross boundaries. When someone sets a boundary with me, I'm like, got it. But I'm also one of those people that lives in a nice, I like rules. I like boundaries. I like um, things to be clear. And like, this is a no, this is a no go zone for you. And I'm like, perfect. Roger that. I'm with you. I won't go there. But I think that's challenging for some. Yeah. So let's go back to the physical um, boundaries really quick, because I'm curious, how do you how do you approach that with clients? Do you have like a little ritual that you do or like a little something that you say before you touch them or like how do you discover that in people? 
Uh, well, the first rule, and this is what my mentor taught me when I was apprenticing, the first rule is always um, give someone a nice handshake. Right. When you meet them, which sounds like, well, no shit, really, Boo. like, duh. Right. But, 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 however, <clears throat> or you'll touch their shoulder. A very, like, non-invasive way of, of connecting physically to this person that you're going to touch for the next however long. Right. And I find that when I do that, and it's, like, the reassuring touching on the shoulder or, like, not, like, grabbing someone and, like, roughing them or, uh, up or anything. But it's, like, reassuring touches, a nice handshake, touching them on the shoulder, um, then asking permission. Like, if do you mind if I use your your hand? Do you mind if I use my hands for, like, this, like, service on your face or something? Most people are like, oh, of course. But I think the permission part is important. Yeah. Um, like, there are people that just genuinely aren't huggers. Yeah. Like, there are people out there that don't like that. So I think it's also important to, can I give you a hug? Because I would like to express my care and my love for you in this way, but we don't know each other like that. Can I give you a hug? I think is a really good, that's great. Like, that's asking permission to enter someone's physical space with respect um, and expressing yourself how you, because I'm a hugger. Me too. But some people are like, Ooh, like you can feel it when you don't ask yeah, someone. Yeah, you, 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 you can you, feel it. You know it. that you're like, oh, I think I've stepped over the line. They're not comfortable yeah. with this. I can feel that they're not comfortable. So that's everybody's homework. Ask someone if you can give them a hug before you do. Because that's a really nice way to respect that person's physical boundary. I always say, can we hug it out? Do you want to hug it out? Yes. Yes. Like, you know, yes. with this little hand gesture that's like, do you want to hug it out? And most people say yes, and then they say you're so American, and then I laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the, 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 some um, people... Oh, sorry. The I wanted to tell you a story about this uh, yoga teacher that I have. Shout out to Jafar. Um, he is so good. At, like, he has a ritual. Obviously, he's been doing this for, like, 100 years. Um, mm-hmm. But before he puts his hands on you to do an adjustment, he always, mm-hmm. sa- he always asks, is it, okay yeah. if I, is it okay if I adjust you by putting my hands on you or blah, blah, blah? Yeah. You know, and sometimes... Yeah, I have a... Yeah. I had a yoga teacher who would do the same thing. She's like, do you mind if I assist you? And I'm like, not at all, girl. Please grab yes. a hold of it and pull it wherever you need to. Just do it. Yes. Do it. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Uh, yes, more. Do it. Absolutely. <laughs> you have my forever permission to touch me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh but I gosh. think that's um, that's that's important. I think having that respect yeah. um, with a client or with a, with someone that you meet or with anyone is is important. But then then you get into past the physical boundary. Like, okay, don't be a close talker. Don't hug okay, people yeah, without yeah. permission. Yeah. Don't, don't don't be you know, weird. Like, easy. Don't be don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. Um, but there's also like the emotional boundaries that one has to respect and. Um, that's the harder one, I think, because mm-hmm. the reaction of people when you hold to your boundary or establish a boundary is often very upsetting for them. Like they are upset. Yeah, because they brought it up and now they're, you know, being corrected or they're, you know, they're having, they could get defensive because they didn't know or whatever. Like I always set a boundary when I'm in Europe. I don't talk about American politics. Actually, in fact, I don't talk about American politics in general. It's just too messy, and there's too many opinions. That's just, and That's just smart. 
I mean, so that's just smart. I have seen the the what you're saying, like how people react when they say, "Oh, you know, you live outside of DC," and they will have a comment. And I'll just say, I I. I don't. I just don't engage in these kinds of conversations. I'm sorry. Like, it's not about you. Yeah. Yeah. But the reaction's like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Exactly. That's the reaction. Oh, it's okay. Like, well, well, let me find out then. I'm not going to entertain this, so we can move on. Um, yeah, yeah, people it is, tend to it take it personally. Rough. And, like, it can the, be common, the common, um, or at least the things that I've experienced on a personal side of boundary setting is, um, oh, she thinks she's holier than thou, or she's on this high horse, or mm. wow, she's really changed, or th- it's like, no, it, it's not got anything to do with me changing. It's like, I've established that this is what's good for me. I shouldn't have to justify and or apologize for that. Like, straight up, I, I'm not yeah. on a high horse. I'm not better than anyone. This is just a place I'm not going to go. This whether just it's, works better for me this way. Yeah. I had, for example, I had a friend who, a friend and I were having a disagreement. This is, this is years ago. Um, and she felt very intimidated to have like a real conversation with me. So her husband kind of got involved oh, in the whole Lord. thing and was like, and it was like, you know, we need to talk about this. And I was like, um, first of all, at the time he was across the country. So he calls me from the West coast oh, to have God. this like rage chat and I'm like yeah hi so you're not here and like to be clear this is really not any I I respect and appreciate the fact that you're stepping up to the plate for your partner or whatever this is but like this isn't a conversation I'm going to have with you because you're not involved in this intimately and you have no idea what was said you're hearing one side of a story and frankly I don't need your biased opinion or a lecture like if she wants to chat to me about this she can come to me and we can work it out or I will reach out to her and we will work it out. But you're not going to be involved. I'm not involving you because this is going to perpetuate more misinformation, more hurt feelings, yeah. more confusion, more emotion. <clears throat> Hashtag no. Like, absolutely <laughs> no. not. No. And that's a complete sentence. No. <laughs> and I don't have to justify it or explain myself. It is. And we, I think we also, I'm just going to say this because I always do, I think as women find more ways to apologize um, for our boundaries. Like Ima- when we imagine, show up to something. I- imagine if you're a woman and you're Canadian, how sorry you are. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. No. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm just, I'm just making a joke out of it. But I literally have. I, no, that's real, though. That's absolutely real. And. Instead, you know, shifting your conversation around like you're running two minutes late to a meeting rather than saying, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You can be like, thanks, guys, for waiting for me. Yeah. Or thank you for your patience with me. Like, it's not about apologizing. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about this before. I don't think we have. No. I felt like that was really groundbreaking. I don't know, but I'm here for it now. I've had this conversation, (laughs) and I can't remember where now, and it's really... It, it was recently, and it literally has changed the way that I communicate. I don't say I'm sorry anymore because I'm not sorry. Half the time that I used to say that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll say I'm yeah, sorry if I really mean it. Yeah. But I literally have found myself not writing I'm sorry in an email. 
I'm sorry. I, oh, oh, no, like, I would never put that in like, writing. Like, I'm sorry. I just, that's I, because I'm a Capricorn and I don't fucking apologize. Ah, that's the reason. But that's I found myself, writing. like, not saying, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you before, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Don't, thank don't, you for your patience. Don't be I, you so, know, thank you for your, yeah. Don't be sorry. Yeah, because, like... You don't need to, to be an apologist for yourself. And if there's something that's coming up that is crossing a boundary, then you don't need to, you don't need to engage in that. And I think that everyone should take a, a strong look around and start to be more respectful of things. Like, do you ever have friends that just TMI you to absolute filth? <laughs> they're what I call, they're the smash and grab boundary crasher. Because what they'll do is they'll smash through the boundary of stuff that, for example, they know makes you uncomfortable. Say it's a personal thing, it's a body function thing, it's a sex conversation, it's something that they clearly know is like not interesting for you to discuss. Yet, in mixed company, they will smash through that boundary, say whatever they want to say, grab your attention, grab everyone's attention, create this like wide-eyed gasping moment, and then they're out of there and off on another subject. I can't so think that of it's not anybody like that. Oh, I know a lot of people like that. I'm like racking my brain. I don't. Well, I don't. Maybe I just. I don't know, girl. I feel like I don't really have boundary problems. I mean, yes, when I set a boundary and people respond to it, there's an initial reaction, but it's like, okay, get over it. I, well, I think it's because I think it's because you're more adept at it than I am because this is new for me because uh-huh. I'm a go along get along kind of gal. I'm not as practiced, so of course you're going to have more success with it because you've had more practice at it. I am just now still feeling guilty for setting boundaries and saying no, that's not going to work. Or if I have somebody reach out to me that says, "Oh, I want you to do the shoot for me," you know, I have to de- you know I have to decline and say, "Well, listen, I would love to. It sounds great, but I have too much paid work right now to." you know, take on the pro bono stuff right now. Right, like I just I can't, you know. And then I, I, I've learned not to say, I'm so sorry, it's not in my time, like it's not available. No, it's just I have too much paid work right now. I can't take that on. Maybe we can revisit this later. But like I apologize for everything and I justify everything and I find myself explaining more information and sharing more stuff. And it's like, well, it's not that I don't want to do this. It's just that I don't want to do it because it da, 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 and stop. Yeah. You don't owe anyone this. You do not owe anybody anything. The answer is no. The answer is no. Thank you for the opportunity. No can do. Sorry. Or if it's a personal thing, like I need you to call out of work because I'm having an anxiety attack. Well, listen, you've been having the same anxiety attacks for how long? I drove you in the middle of the night to the emergency room. Then I called out of work the next day and took you to a doctor and you're not doing anything about it, and I can't be the dumping ground for your no. issues. No, no I can't cannot. do it again. I can't do it again. Can't fix it. Can't make it better. So, no, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to, like, put my life on hold again to help you out. Yeah, no, friend. absolutely not. Oh, well, I'm, I'm happy know? that you're um, sharing this process and this, um, this journey because, yeah... This is a lot of work to do, and you're doing it. Yay. Oh, it's hard. It's, it's not easy because I am a people pleaser by nature. I know you and are. I you're do, a caregiver and a pleaser. Which is weird because if you know me, you're like, mm, what? What? Um, and people, the other people thing do that take, I think, take advantage of that, yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely they do. Another reaction that I get really quickly before we hop off here, but is I've been accused of being selfish, which hurts me to the core. That really gets me on a level that makes me feel some type of way because I'm really selfless. You are. At least I think I am unless I'm delusional and I think I am something that I'm not. Um, And then you're being ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. You're being so dramatic. Right. Like, that's so dismissive of someone's feeling and how they are functioning. And that's rude as fuck. It is rude as fuck. Sorry. Like, who are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you the person that's, like, determining what's ridiculous and, and that I'm, like, how, what is going on? And then I have to take a step back and speak to something that you mentioned a couple of weeks ago about being of service to people and like, how can this be a lesson? And then I have to remind myself that this is a person who is doing the best they can at the moment because people genuinely are really, even if they're acting a damn fool in the streets, they are literally doing the best they can because they know no better. They don't have any tools or emotional uh, maturity to deal with what's in front of them. And then also like, this is a person who's having an experience through the lens of their own consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, in the way of that. Like, I'm just catching heat because they are having this experience and I am on the other side of this lens that they're looking through. And they're clearly not seeing me through my own lens. Um, it takes a that's lot. That's been a tough one. This is, I mean, this is very mature, and it takes a lot to be able to have that experience yourself. Even in the, in the story I shared before... I don't think I had in the moment the emotional maturity to just to to be empathetic. I was just like, no, like this is not what we agreed. But yeah, it's good. I think I think it's a good note to wrap up this episode on because it is really about understanding where people are coming from and you know what is their <clears throat> what is what is their lens as they experience your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. It's upsetting to some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm so glad we've had this shit round. I'm so glad we did. Because it's very helpful to me. I hope that it was helpful to someone. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good thing. It was helpful to me. It was good. So um, just tell them where they can find us. So go to Twitter. Trot on over there and tweet us at GlossOverPod. You can also reach us on Instagram at this is Carol and GlossOverBabe. We thank you for listening and share with us an experience about boundary setting. How's it going? Are people smashing and grabbing attention right on through your boundaries, honey? What is happening? Tell us all the things. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at GlossOverPod. And find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash glossoverpod.